Hey guys, buckle up for a new episode of Pass the Mic with Kamali, the only podcast made to teach rising bosses like you how to pave your way in the modern world. Today, we're taking an in-depth look at my life and where it all began and why giving up was never an option. Plus, I'm bringing along some pretty amazing friends and family to help tell my story in hopes of inspiring someone out there that's been praying for a glimpse of light to shine inside of them. I'm here to share that after today, nothing can stop you now. Get ready to get inspired. All right. So I'm super excited. I have two amazing women with me today. I have Kara Berkey and Britt Olander from Flow Fitness Boutique. They are, oh my God, there's so many things. They're entrepreneurs. They are boss babes. They are the most amazing trainers I've ever had in my life. They are amazing, faithful women and they are my squad they're my tribe they're my support system they're my community and so i welcome you ladies to my podcast um who wants to go first um telling us a little bit more about yourself share a little bit of your journey which one of you wants to go first Do you want to go for it? Okay, go for it. Yeah. Thanks so much, Liz, for just having us and inviting us into your conversation. And um, I'm just excited to share um, a little bit of um, my journey and a little bit of Flo's journey because I feel like so many women um, just crave community. And I feel like community has been at the core of who I am Um, since I've been young. I've always been drawn to. women just to connect and grow and learn together. And so I have been in the fitness industry for about eight and a half years now. Um, I've always been into sports and athletics, but really um, I was certified to teach kickboxing about eight years ago and really just love um, group fitness. I love the element, like the social element that went with it. And um, so I have grew up in Connecticut where I was certified and then started teaching there, but really, um, really just developed um, a love and a passion for it. Once I moved to Florida and found Flow Fitness, um, it was pretty much a instant connection when I called. I, I asked God for a gym and a church when I moved from Connecticut to Florida because I knew nobody. And uh, Kara was the first person that I actually talked to. And it was just like, you just know that you know that there's something there. Um, between Kara and I. And then when I walked in the doors at Flow, um, Liz, I'm sure you can speak to that as well. Like when you walk into the studio, it just is different. And so I've really just um, devoted my time and effort and energy into building up women and fitness is such a huge part of my life. And so to share that with other women is um, such an honor. And I, I just, I love watching um, women grow and meet goals and um, come together um, around fitness and and something that I believe in is um, it's always more than just fitness. There's the deeper um, connections with relationships, um, with faith, and just encouraging women in their own journey. And so um, I am just 
I'm an encourager. I'm a connector. I um, love to eat. <laughs> I love to work out. Um, I, you can usually find me either at Flow or um, at church or on a walk, hang out with friends. So coffee is a love language as well as Taco Bell. So that's a little bit <laughs> <about> me. <laughs> You had me at coffee. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Tara. Oh, I, I was saying, um, Britt, before you hopped on that, like the, the questions, I'm like, man, they're so deep and they're so, like, there's so much packed into it. So I'm going to try to really like package my responses tightly because if you if you know me y'all know me you know that I tend to ramble so I'm like okay (laughs) no Um, just show up as yourself uh, totally okay like I just well I want you to share it with the world because it's flow with and I'll share a little bit about flow with me after you guys are done but go ahead it's just so amazing (laughs) so um uh my like growing up my only career ambition, my only desire is like a child was to be a wife and a mom. Like that was it. And so this starting flow was never on my radar. It was never, it was never like a dream as a child being an entrepreneur, having any career was never a dream of mine, period. Um, but then I got into um, fitness because I was a new mom and I needed to get the frick out of the house. And they had childcare. This particular gym that I went to down the, that's not there anymore, had childcare. And so I really started going. I got into fitness because of childcare. Um, and so that's really where like the seed for me was planted. Um, very different, very different atmosphere, but it was a women's gym and the community, like it's, it changed me. It was just so good. Um, seeing women older, younger, different races, different walks of life, like working out together and getting connected. Like it, it was just fantastic. So that's kind of where the seed for the vision of flow was planted. And that's where I started getting into fitness. That was when my, my baby, who's now on 16 was probably a year old. So that was about, yeah, almost 15 years ago that I really got into fitness, got into the fitness world. And I started working in childcare there just because I wanted to make a little extra money. And then it kind of grew from there. I started subbing, I started working at front desk, et cetera, et cetera. And then it was kind of like, without me knowing it, God brought these other jobs that seemed so insignificant into my life because I was just trying to help my husband supplement our income um, that really developed the giftings and the things that I would need to be the owner um, a flow, like just kind of behind the scenes without me even knowing it. So um, I had this vision in my heart that I really felt like somebody else should do it and I would join. <laughs> and so I was sharing it with my husband. I had a friend that's like really spoken to that. And he's like, well, let's just go for it. And I'm like, um, what? Like, I'm, I've never envisioned myself as being an entrepreneur until just probably the beginning of 2022 like hadn't really owned that. And finally I'm like, okay, I am an entrepreneur. Obviously I just may do things a little bit differently because I have to operate in um, my true identity who's and who God's created me to be as an entrepreneur. So here we are (laughs) just kind of taking it a day at a time, but yeah, it all started with my 
my love for being a mother, but also my need for community and connection, despite recognizing like my, my desire for being a mom, like I knew I needed community and connection. So it was actually interesting with flow. Um, there came a point that I was wrestling with, like the challenges of what it was going to be like to bring on childcare and things like that. And I'm like, if I, if I'm not able to bring childcare on to the vision of flow, I would have never done it. Like it was always, it had to be an integral part of the foundation of flow because we would never reach the, the vast number of women that we've been able to reach because we have it. And it, like, same thing, we have it all walks of life, married, single, older, younger, all the ethnicities, you know? So it's like, it's just beautiful. Like I love the family um, atmosphere that's been cultivated there just simply because people are loving each other well. So it's, it's just so good. And how many years has Flo been around? Um, it'll be five years in March. Like wow. I'm flabbergasted. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so crazy. Today was particularly emotional actually because Kaylin, um, my daughter, it's her last week as a staff member at Flow, And I'm like, she started there with me as like a child, you know, like helping and doing like being like mm -hmm. my little, my little lady, like on the side and then, you know, became a staff member. And so now she's moving on. I'm like, oh, but it's good. Like it's, it's all good, but yeah. almost. It's back. so, it's beautiful though, that you were able to build this foundation and your daughter came along for the ride and probably inspired you and kind of, I don't know about you, but for me, like my kids, like even setting up today for the podcast, yes. my nine-year-old, well, almost 10, she'll be 10 on Thursday was the one who set everything up. She was like, I've got the mic, mommy. She was like, let me fix Aww. your hair. She was like putting the <laughs> lipstick on me, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's important. It's an important yeah. part of, of yeah. being a woman, you know, and as a mom too, mm -hmm. um, talk to me, I guess both of you just tell me a little bit about a little bit of the struggles of like becoming a trainer as a woman and some of the hurdles that you guys have had to overcome. Um, not just that flow, but just in general, you know, like, just I have, like I said, like as a woman, I know for me, and I, I have to share the story because I'm about to burst if I don't. Yeah. So I can't even, to be honest, I don't even remember how, how flow came into my life. I just, I know that I, I kind of started off with like a trial period, I think it was. And then it just evolved into like a membership. And I know I'll, I remember this so vividly. It was 2018. It was, I was in a rough spot with my event planning business. I was super scared. I was working a full-time job and I wanted to jump ship and quit because yeah. I was also getting really, really busy with my event planning business, but I was literally deadly terrified. Mm -hmm. And I came to Kara and she was like, do you mind if we pray over you? And I was like, no, I need it. I need prayer. I need support. And we went into, at the time it was the spa room. Now it's like yeah. the personal training room. Yeah. We went in there and I remember the both of you and, um, oh my God, what was her name? Help me here. Um, Le Leah. Yes. 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 Yeah. She, and, and we prayed and we were in there and I cried and I just, I remember walking out of there like I had unpacked and unloaded and then like refueled my body and my soul yeah. with, with God's, with God's love. 
And like a week later, I came back and I was like, I quit. I'm so yes. free. I can come up to the 9 a.m. classes again. <laughs> I can do yeah. whatever I, you know. I remember. Um, and that left such an imprint in my heart. Like, and I think that was like my loyalty, you know, and then like COVID happened and like everything was like, kind of like, oh, I don't want to be in a space with people. Right. Um, but then now I'm like, whatever, I'm like back into the gym. <laughs> um, and I, even right now with everything I got going on in my life, I have to say when I go there, I feel replenished. Yeah. There's an, there's just this positive calming energy, like safe space yeah. energy when, when I'm there that, um, that I love. Mm -hmm. And so I still struggle like just Friday, Brit and I, you know, I wanted, I did not want to do these, like, I think they were like dips or something with like weights. And she was just like, come on, girl, you've got this. Let's go. That I even started crying, but I was crying because I was tired. I was crying because everything else I had going on and Brit just encouraged me. And she was like, you've got this, yeah. you've got this. So I know my struggles, but I want to hear a little more about your guys's struggles as the pros the professionals and some tips and things that you guys do to kind of get past those obstacles in case there's someone out there that's listening and is like okay cool they're trainers and yeah that's a great story liz but you know what can i do like this is how i'm feeling right now um so i'll leave that there i'll pause <laughs> that's such a good question i remember that that time frame with you it was like one of my favorite moments at flow ever <laughs> uh, it was so good um i think two things come to mind right away one um i think the most relevant is what i'm like currently going through and walking through right now is really embracing similar to what kara said that like i am meant to do my life and business and anything i put my hands to a different way um and I feel like the difference is being in partnership with God. Um, and I feel like that's what's kept me in the past from moving forward or doing things in my business a certain way, or even becoming a trainer. Um, I didn't, um, I've been training kind of people under <laughs> underground or just like on the side as, as friends for a long time. And it wasn't until Kara um, really just encouraged me and supported me in that and getting uh, certified. And I think I felt um, just the fear of, not measuring up or what other, there's so many amazing trainers out there and incredible women. I'm like, how could I ever do it that way? Or, and I just remember God being like, you are called to do life a different way because you do things with me. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, but what does that look like? And so I'm on this journey right now in this season to really learn to steward well what's in front of me um, and to be able to own doing things differently and being okay with that. And if I have ideas to just trust those little nudges that I feel of like, if I feel like I'm supposed to ask somebody if they want prayer, if I feel like we're supposed to do something a different way or a creative idea in a, in a class one day to like, just trust that and step towards it. And the worst thing that can happen is it just, no one responds to it or whatever. There's the worst thing that could happen is I don't do it and I don't risk. And so I think just being, um, that's a challenge for me. It's hard to step out when you, when you're trying to develop and grow something that you've never seen done before flow is not just a regular women's fitness studio. And so I think that it's hard sometimes as a challenge. I know for myself, I'm not going to speak for Kara, but just to be able to move forward without a map per se, like we don't have, there's not a formula that we're following. Um, we have like insight and um, wisdom from other people, but at the same time, I just feel like there's there's something um, really special about each of the, the trainers there and even myself of just owning what it's like to do things differently. Um, I feel like that's 
it's a, it's a blessing and, and it, I'm not going to say a curse, but it's a challenge just to be able to feel co- like confident enough in what, in who God's called me to be as Brit, yeah. the group fitness instructor, the trainer, like letting that be something that I, um, and I think that's encouragement for anybody who's listening that like, if you, you are called to be a mother, um, there's not a one size fits all approach. If you're called to be a, you know, a bank teller, yes, there's like a, there's like the kind of the foundational pieces, but I think the way that God created us was to not be robots and um, he created us with gifts and talents. And so we get to use those in our line of work, in our relationships. And so I think just being confident enough in who you are as a, as a woman of God or as a person, just how you're made. And so to really uncover that is a journey. It's part of the journey. I think that's what I'm discovering now. So it's a challenge and it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I've always loved your approach. Um, I, I like, for example, I think the one thing about the trainers at flow that I love, cause I've done other gyms. Like I've tried other gyms. I've tried other camps, things like that is you guys are not so much focused on, Hey, like hurry, you know, lift heavier weights. It's more so like, Hey, let's do it right. You know, your form isn't right. Make sure you're breathing. And like, you keep those things in the back of your head. And it's like, you start seeing those results little by little. Like you said to me the other day, girl, this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. Like it's just those little steps and you've been consistent. And that was my word of the year. And so that's where the motivation like lies for me. Like that, that's where I'm like, I know I'm going to go to flow and whether it's y'all or it's Maritza or whoever, they're going to be like, uh-uh, girl, stop, stop what you're doing, stretch your, you know, fix your back, fix this, you know, and, or you've got this and like, everyone's clapping, you know, when you get through the workout and it's just, oh, I just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Sorry. I got off topic. Okay. <laughs> That's so good. What motivates you, Kara? What motivates me? Um, like with the, with the same, along the vein of the same challenges and stuff like that, like I would agree, it's absolutely, um, a journey. And that's what I've been learning. It's a journey. It's not a destination. We're always on this journey and there's this journey is not, you know, it's not a straight road. It's up and down. You're going to have days that, you know, emotionally, physically, spiritually, whatever you're high. And sometimes you're low, but ultimately the goal is to, be high and low, but still be working your way gradually up even still. Um, So with that, communicating that to others and being a part of, um, I highly, highly value transparency and being raw and vulnerable almost to a fault. (laughs) Those who have taken my classes know, like, you know, all about my life. Um, (laughs) It's so true. Like you're going to know everything about my life. And I'm, I'm learning to refine that, but um, in the process of that, because I value that, I value that in other people. And I, I like to share the journey of that with people um, to use it as motivation for the purpose of saying like, hey, like even us as, as staff, like we we're on this journey too. For me, people are like, oh my gosh, you're, you know, you're a trainer, you own a fitness studio. So like, of course you're in good shape. I'm like, no, actually it's more challenging for me to fit it in. I don't know if Britt would agree with this, but like when that's what you're doing, when we're teaching, when we're training, whatever, our focus is on the member. 
our focus is on the person that's being trained, not on ourselves. So we have to set aside that other time that's more focused on us. Like now I'm taking the 5.30 a.m. classes because I'm like, I can get in and get out, but I love the classes that flow so much. But, you know, learning to set boundaries around my time and around my business and how I, you know, operate and things like that. Um, you got to figure it out. But I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere else. Like I love flow. Flow is where I want to go and work out. Yeah. Um, so I think just, I think the idea that my life is a model for the women of flow and even like a model for my family, like I want to model wellness. I don't even like say health because I feel like wellness, like is what we preach at flow and that's body, mind, and spirit. That's, that's the whole package. Like if one's off, the rest are going to be off and vice versa. Like you, you can't fix your body if your mind's not right. If your spirit's not aligned, like they all work together. So, um, for me, like it's motivation enough knowing that people look to me as a model of that, but also being like, listen, even us, even us staff, like we're still on the journey too. We're going to have good days and bad days. And it's not saying like, we don't praise the bad days, but we recognize that they're there and we encourage each other to like press forward. So that's good. That's great. I guess that brings me to the question that I said I might touch on. (laughs) Why is it so important to serve just to women? Like, why was that so important to you? To me. To Um, both of you. Yeah. For both, for both of you. Uh, for me, I think, I, I know all people need community, but I think there's something that you can go deeper with when it's just women. There's just, I mean, you know, when you're at flow, there's just things that we talk about and ways that we engage in um, conversations that we're able to have and really be transparent and vulnerable and without um, I'm not going to say what gym I, I was working out at, but there was a particular co-ed gym that I was working out at and there was a window into the group fitness room and legit dudes would like be watching into the window. And I'm like, that ain't cool. So not that I'm opposed to the co-ed atmosphere, but I feel like women need to feel safe. Um, so for me, it was important to, uh, to cultivate an atmosphere to where women who may never step foot in a regular gym or would, and then be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm scared, whatever, that they would feel safe coming to flow. Um, so for me, I, I, again, I'm not opposed to co-ed, but my heart and my passion is for cultivating a safe place for women in particular. Um, you know, we do have the co-ed nights and stuff like that, because I also now Jesse's starting to work more towards cultivating that for men, because men need that too. But I feel like there's something special about like the men together, the women together, and then having like that, you know, occasional co-ed time as well. But my heart and passion is definitely uh, focused on women. Britt, got anything there? Yeah, (laughs) I think, um, I think that honestly, growing up with sisters, um, I was really, I am really close to my two sisters. And I think knowing what, when you're connected to, like, to other women, what that feels like, I've always been drawn to like women's ministry at church and just always have felt that heart desire for, for that. And I think seeing 
and watching women come together in a space while they're also working on their health and wellness. Um, like just to be able to be able to be a part of that and encourage women in that something that I know that I'm good at and something that I know that I'm, I'm passionate about as an individual. Uh, I think just to be able to serve women in that way who maybe don't have the confidence or don't have um, like, like Kara was saying to walk into a regular gym, but they may have the, the courage to step into flow and just even start there. I, I love that, um, that we get to encourage women no matter where they're at in their journey. So whether they've been coming to the gym for a while and they really want to up their game, or if they're just starting out, I think it's, um, just to see women when they reach their goals. And even, even Liz, like when, when we were training the other day, and you, and you started crying, it's like you have those moments and like, you wouldn't necessarily get that anywhere else. And so I feel like cultivating an environment for women to feel comfortable and to be able to be vulnerable and not judged, um, for having a moment where you just need to like, let it out for a second. Um, like that's, that's truly like, again, I, I feel like I just have such a special spot and desire and passion for community as well. So I just feel like women, deserve and desire quality, authentic community. And I feel like we set such a good example of vulnerability, transparency, um, not being non-judgmental and not just letting that be at flow, but like as leaders, it spills out into our regular life. That's how we live our, we live that our, our lives outside of flow as well. And so to watch women, like we're on, we're, we're on, on display. And so I think it's just, it holds us to a really good standard um, to show women that, it, that it's possible. Like it's possible to be a mom and go to the gym and, and work. And like it, we just were walking living proof of that. And so to have people in all walks of life, um, just to connect, be able to kind of be like a conduit and connect those people is just, um, I love serving in that, in that capacity. That's beautiful. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, a rose and a thorn. So talk to me about what you love most, like just real short, brief. You could even put it to just one word or one part of it. And then the thorn of it, <laughs> a rose and a thorn. Um, and it doesn't, have to, it doesn't have to be about fitness. It could be about anything, but something in your life that is a rose and a thorn. You, you don't have to get super personal. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to spill all the beans <laughs> for it. <laughs> Oh, but just what are just some things that you love, which I know you guys already shared on, on most of it for the most part, you guys have shared a lot about what you love, um, share a little bit of the challenges, but there's always, there's always a little bit of both. I want a little bit of the juice. (laughs) Well, I can say my, like we've kind of talked about before, like my heart and passion is, is wellness. Um, but the, one of the things like specifically in regards to flow that like lights my fire is when I see women like outside of flow, hanging out that met at flow, um, like seeing that it does, like it bleeds into your life. It's not just when you come to flow, but like, like people legit made family, like moved here, didn't have family and friends in the area. And then suddenly, you know, now they have a family and a community like that for me. Yes. I want people to reach their fitness goals. Honestly, like the bottom line is as long as you're consistent in any fitness routine ever, you're going to see results. So it's not like you can get fitness anywhere, but when you get the connection and when you get people that like you see 
grow from the inside, I'm like, that's for me, what does it? Um, probably the thorn side of that would be learning boundaries, <laughs> kind of like I touched on before. Like, I love it. And I love the women of flow and I love being at flow. So even like when I go to take classes, like to attend, I end up being there because I just want to hang out and I enjoy like the work that I do. Like I enjoy cleaning flow oftentimes because like I want it to be presented well for the people of flow. So I always um, see you with that Swiffer thing. <laughs> yes. Like sometimes like I'm there and I'm like, like, I want to be there clean. I'm like, okay, no, I need to go home. Like I need to set. So okay. that's probably one of the harder things for me is like defining the boundaries around my time and that like work-life balance um that's so hard you know yes <laughs> that's hard that's it's hard you do love what you do you could spend literally every waking minute on it but that's not that's not healthy and that leads to burnout so finding finding the line there Oh my God, Britt, don't, don't you and I talk about this often about boundaries? Like I'll come in and I'm like, no, my family was trying me today. They were trying, I, I was, I'm going to the gym. I don't care. Like y'all leaving me alone. This is my one hour, like boundary. Yes. <laughs> what about you, Britt? <laughs> so that's so funny. Um, I think that there's, I mean, I love I love growth. I think just growth in any year, like pursuing growth and having that be, there's not, there's not an end. <laughs> I always say it's not, it's not it's about the journey. It's not the destination, but it's so true. It's, it's cliche, but it, it really is so true. It's like, how can I love finding like the purpose and the reason for the day or the season and like that I'm in, um, because it's, I feel like so many people spend their time worried about the future or thinking about thinking ahead and trying to plan for everything or, think about their five, 10 year plan, which is good, but like they they often can miss the moment of like, what is God showing them for today? And so one of my favorite things to do is to, is to always look for that. I guess I look, I'm looking for those things of like, what is God speaking for today? And I think that can translate in, into your businesses, into your jobs, into your relationship. It's like, what is God saying for now? Um, his promises, he talks about God speaks all the time. So if that's what he's promised that he's speaking, he always has something to say about our current moment, our current situation. And so I think that that's, I love that we have access to the voice of God. That's just what I love. I live and breathe to help people like get them to that, that that's, that's a real thing. And I would not be where I am today if it wasn't for that. And so I love the voice of God <laughs> and how all the, the, all the ways he speaks and how he's not just a one dimensional at church on Sunday. Like he is in flow. He is in your homes. He's in your relationships. And, um, I just love watching women discover the ways he speaks and, um, how, how interconnected he is with every part of our lives and desires that for, for every person. And so, um, I think a challenge that I have is when people, um, when I try to do things and leave, leave him out of it, <laughs> if I like, get, if I, if I kind of get into robot mode or just doing things to check them off my list, um, that we so often slip into, it's, it's not necessarily bad, but like God's best is not just to check something off my list. It's like, how can I steward well what I'm doing in this moment, whether it's writing an email response or talking to somebody on the phone. It's like, there's, that's the challenge I think is, is making it a practice to be walking in the ways of, of God. And sometimes it's just easy to get into that kind of like point A, point B, check, check off the list. So um, yeah. 
I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a healthy challenge. There's a good tension there. Like there's not, it's not, doesn't mean you're a bad person if you're not doing that, but it's just an invitation an opportunity. I think that we all have, um, to partner with God in that. So it's a challenge. <laughs> it's a challenge for sure, but it's a good, it's a good challenge. It's true. And I think a lot of times we forget, um, to walk with intention and conviction, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I oftentimes am that person checking stuff off my list. And like you said, it's putting that muscle into practice of what is my intention with this? Where am I going with this? Am I doing this with conviction? Who, am, who can I serve today? God use me as your vessel. Right. And so even with the podcast and going into this net, the next seasons that like selecting the women from flow and some of the other ladies I'll have coming on. A lot of it was that was stopping and slowing down and saying, what is the message I want to deliver for you? You know? So like just hearing you say that, hearing you just preach that is, uh, is like, okay, I see, I, I hear you. I see you, you know, (laughs) I think it causes, it causes you to I say slow down, like it causes you to be so much more intentional with your conversations with like, you're less stressed, you're less rushed. You're just like, you're just doing what's in front of you. And I think that that is as like, it's that simple. It's as simple as just like, I'm not going to look 10 steps ahead. I'm just going to look at what the one thing is in front of me and, and do it well. Like what is doing it well look like? And it, it, it's just, it is a muscle that you have to put into practice just like anything else. <laughs> Consistency. Yeah. And that is so hard in, in the world we live when everything's so rushed mm-hmm. and, you know, with the social media, you always want to kind of be 10 steps ahead of, you know, okay, what's trending and, you know, keeping everything active. And, and I've gotten to the point where I even step aside, like by a certain time, phone is shut off, TV is shut off. And I'm just like in that quiet Zen mode, just thanking God for my day, thanking God that my family has health, you know, thanking God, Hey, today I had a smoothie and not the bacon cheeseburger, <laughs> like, you know, cause so for me, I'm in, I'm that person, I anxiety eat. Right. And so I will often have to kind of take a step back. And so when I set up, set myself out on this journey, part of it was I need to go back to flow. I need to find myself a community. I need to be around other women because you can't do it alone and it's okay to ask for help mm-hmm. and like having that safe place. And so I say to anybody out there that's listening, find yourself a safe space, find yourself people who will hold you accountable, but in the most loving way. Right. Cause sometimes people will think holding, holding you accountable is, is bad. They're going to be mean about it. They're, you know, you're, you could be hypersensitive. You might take it personal. Um, and so just finding yourself a really positive, um, community that, that can encourage you like flow. Um, yeah, I, I wrote that down, I wrote that down to, to make, to like, to touch base on is like, I know that not all of your listeners are in, you know, have the ability to, to come to experience a place like flow, but I want, I want to encourage people who aren't in, you know, the Riverview Tampa area in Florida that like we, as women, like our culture setters, we set the atmosphere where we go. And so if you don't have that, I feel like it's the perfect opportunity to like make a list of what you love, what, what you desire in community. And then you can start to build that. It doesn't, it may not mean starting a gym, but it could literally just be inviting women to your home to just be. And, um, I think you can like developing a small group or finding a women's ministry. If you, if you're involved in church, like finding and 
pursuing those things and, and just asking the Lord for that. Like he gives us the desires of our hearts and we're wired for connection. And so, um, not being afraid to put it out there, what you, what you want, what you want out of a community um, of women, I think it's really important. And it's possible because if you have, if you you we get to set that. So if someone is desiring that and they're not here, it's possible to set it wherever you, wherever you are, it takes time and work and it's hard, but it's so, so worth it. So, 100%. 100%. I, oh my God, I love all of this. So one word that you guys would tell your younger self, what would it be? Just one word to like 15 year old Kara, 15 year old Brit. What would you say to yourself? What, would, the word? what initially came to mind is consistency. It's so hard to refine it to one <laughs> word, but being consistent <laughs> things that you know you're called to do and it's so hard um do things with excellence and love people well I'm sorry that was a lot (laughs) no that's okay it's all right that I I want to like so for whatever reason that love well was highlighted and um like Britt knows like my my flow team knows that like that's our number one focus. Our number one goal at flow is like to love the people of flow well. And if we love well, then everything else will fall into place. And that could look like a million different things. Um, but just to, to love people well. Beautiful. So then you rule breaker, you, I know. I Yeah. I, the word be just came to mind. Like be like, you can kind of fill in the blank of whatever that phrase would be, but like being consistent, being present, being love, being, you know, authentic, being vulnerable, like whatever you have to be, that's like, that's how God made you. And to be able to pursue that, I think is what, how we're, how we're supposed to be. And so I mean, I'm trying to keep it to just be one word. But you didn't because you said a lot of things. I said you fill in the blank. (laughs) I love it. Be consistent. Be love. Be authentic. You know, be just be yourself. Yeah. Yourself. Show up as yourself. Anything else you guys want to add? I know you guys are super busy. So I thank you guys in advance for taking the time and um, hopping on with me to have this conversation. But is there anything else you guys want to add? Anything else you guys want to share with the world to a little girl out there that's listening or a young woman who's wondering how to get started? Um, One of my favorite visions that God reminds me of often is it's, it's a, it's like a pathway and you take a step and the paver in front of you lights up. You can't see the end of the pathway. You don't know what's out there, but as you take the faith to take the one step, that paver that you're about to step on, it will light up. Um, and so to simply take a step, like whatever it is that your goal is, whatever it is that you're like, you have vision for that. That's great to have long-term vision, but ultimately like achieving long-term vision and goals takes one step at a time. So like, what is the step today? Take just that step. It may just be, you know, calling a friend for the day or whatever, just take a single step. And that that's what will keep you progressing and moving forward. Oh, you made my hair stick up. 
That's so good. Yeah. I mean, I think my encouragement would be very similar is like, I'm such a, 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 I'm like heaven bent on the present moment. Like just God has so much in one moment. And so why it's, again, there's so many like cliche phrases, but they true. Like when you really look (laughs) back, you're like, okay, like live in the moment. It's like, what does that actually mean to live in the moment? And so like unwrapping that. And so it requires just taking one step and all we have capacity for and all we need to worry, you know, or being focused on is what's in front of us. And I think just encouraging women to like breathe. I'm like looking at a sign in my, in front of my, around the wall that says breathe and joy. And I was just like, we so often forget to just breathe, like where there's so much tension, there's so much going on. And sometimes it's just a matter of focusing on our breath. Like God gives us the breath in our lungs. And so just to focus on that will instantly like reset your heart, your mind. If you just take that moment to breathe. And so take, take that breath, walk at that next step forward. I think that, um, it's just peace in, in the journey when you choose that. So, yeah. It's like so funny. You're like saying breathe and I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. You forget. Sometimes you're like, oh yeah, I'm holding my breath or I'm like, you're, am you're I holding my breath right now? I was like, let me breathe. <laughs> yes. Yes. When someone tells you to breathe a lot, that's why like, I, I mean, it goes along with fitness, but just like, okay, taking a deep, like telling your body, you have to physically sometimes verbally tell yourself to do things. Like you can like talking to yourself when you're working out or talking to yourself before a hard decision, breathing, practicing breathing. It's just, no. they don't tell you those things just because they definitely no, are. It's, and it's true. Like I catch myself sometimes even in the shower and I'm like, oh my God, I'm holding my breath right now. And I'm like, breathe girl. <laughs> like, what is, and it's just like the minute you start breathing and then like, you know, you start relaxing. Yeah. It's such great advice. I love you ladies so very much. Thank you. Thank you I so appreciate, much. I appreciate you guys, just all that you guys have done just for me, for our community here in, in Riverview. Tampa, Florida. Um, if you guys are in the area, make sure you guys stop by. Um, they're right off of 301. Um, it's just, it's a just relaxing place to be. It's definitely a safe space. So if you can stop by, it's Flow Fitness Boutique again in Riverview, Florida. And um, yeah, I appreciate that's you guys. our website, flowfitnessboutique.com, and our Instagram and Facebook is Flow Fitness Boutique. So you can get a taste of what we're all about if you visit us there. So yes. And I'm going to be tagging you guys. So if you guys um, are checking us out, their handles will be right below their bios as well. And just where can they find you one more time? Flow Fitness Boutique on Instagram, Facebook, and our website. All right. I love you guys. Love you. Thank you so much. See ya.